host, Scott Singer, and you are now tuned into Biofuels Daily. It is Thursday, January 16th. As an ion chromatography chemist, I made this one up. Anions aren't negative, they're just misunderstood. Now to today's top stories. Our first story of the day comes out of Inkwood, Colorado. Jivo Incorporated announced today that it is contracted with three dairies to provide manure that the company will convert into pipeline quality biogas, also known as renewable natural gas. Combined, these three dairies expect to generate approximately 350,000 million meters of, B- of BTU biogas per year for sale to off-takers or use by the company's affiliate Agri-Energy LLC at its advanced biofuel production facility located in Laverne, Minnesota. The quest of the company is to reduce and eliminate the fossil footprint caused by running the Laverne facility. These biogas contracts, in conjunction with wind power, should enable any biofuel produced at the Laverne facility to have a lower carbon intensity score as well as an increased value. Currently, the company has a letter of commitment from a lender in the amount of $20 million for financing the renewable natural gas project at one of the three dairies. In addition, the company also has a verbal commitment from the same lender to finance the renewable natural gas projects at the other two dairies. The financing includes capital for the anaerobic digesters, the biogas collection and upgrading system, as well as the utility interconnection system. These three dairy farms represent what I envisioned as phase one of the biogas cluster, consisting of eight to 10 total farms once the system is fully built out, said Patrick R. Gruber, chief executive officer of the company. We aim to change mindsets by demonstrating you can change waste from being a pollution problem to a renewable energy solution in the liquid fuels market. Our second story of the day comes out of Kansas. In Kansas, the company Amatis said in an 8K SEC filing that it has exercised a 2017 option to buy Goodland Advanced Fuels, a partially completed ethanol plant in Goodland, Kansas for 10 cents per share, bringing the total sales price for the facility to just $10. Amatis already had controlling power over the company before buying the shares. In an earlier filing, the company said that it planned to install cellulosic ethanol technology at the Goodland facility if we decided to exercise the option. Our third story of the day comes out of Brazil. Hydrous ethanol consumption is expected to remain steady in the main Brazilian fuel consuming states despite the highest prices ever recorded. The hydrous ethanol price has had a price advantage over gasoline in southeast, in southeast Brazil since April 16, 2018 when it last surpassed 70% of the gasoline price and reached 70.32%. In response to the competitive prices at the SE pumps over more than 20 consecutive months, Brazilian fuel consumers have shifted to E100 and sales reported by mills have broken monthly records in 2019. In the whole of calendar 2019, mills in center south Brazil have reported record high sales each month, and despite the price rise in December, that trend did not change. Industry Association Unica on Tuesday said hydrous ethanol sales reported by mills in December grew 6.9% year-on-year to 1.96 billion liters. In December, S&P Global Platts Hydrous Ethanol X-Mill Ribeiro Preto Assessment averaged real 
2,435 CUM or 18.9% higher than in December 2018, proving that higher prices did not curb consumption. Most of this new consumption trend can be attributed to higher gasoline prices in Brazil that allowed the price of hydrous ethanol to increase but still remained competitive at the pump. The hydrous ethanol parity to gasoline in December in the SE region reached peak at 67.86% in the week ending of December 30th, according to the National Petroleum and Biofuel Agency, ANP. According to Unica, hydrous ethanol sales between the start of the season on April 1st and December 30th were 18.17 billion liters, up 12.3% year-on-year. Ethanol producers have been investing in production capacity on the basis of higher fuel consumption and prices, also encouraged by the Brazilian decarbonization program, Renova Bio. April 1st to December 30th, cane ethanol production in CS Brazil totaled 32 billion liters, a rise of 6.5% year-on-year, while corn ethanol more than doubled to 1.05 billion liters from 518 million. Of this, hydrous ethanol output was 22 0.3 billion liters, up 6% on the year. For the first quarter of 2020, market sources estimates that more than 1.6 billion liters of ethanol will need to be purchased to support Brazil's steady hydrous ethanol consumption. We could see more mills preempting the harvest to produce hydrous in March if prices make sense and the weather permits, senior biofuel analyst at Platts Analytics Beatriz Pupo said. Platts Analytics estimates hydrous carryover stocks by March 31st of around 780 million liters equivalent to only 11 to 12 days of domestic consumption. So let me know what you thought about today's podcast and send me an email to biofuelsdaily at gmail.com. Lastly, if you could please subscribe to my podcast and leave a rating, it would be greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening and remember to always go green.